Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Just before we get into the show, guys, thank you for the support coming on the last podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Trying to get that consistency level back, guys, so really do appreciate it. On today's episode, guys, as promised, we have the draft, my review and wrap-up of the draft picks. We have all the trades that have been happening in NBA, the free agency that is still going on, and the KD, Kyrie, and the Brooklyn Nets saga that is the best storyline, I think, in the past couple of years of the NBA, guys. I love it. So let's not waste any more time. Let's go straight into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. All right, guys, back for another episode. Really, really happy with this one. Really, really excited for this one. As we all know, the draft has just went. We do know where all the picks have been. I will go straight into the top five picks. Those are the only five picks that I'm going to really dissect and get into. I'm not a big draft expert. I'm not going to be on here saying I know every position, this and that. But I will give grades for the drafts uh, of the picks of the draft. I'm only going to go top five. I will go number eight, New Orleans, because he's an Aussie, Dyson Daniels. But in saying that, number one, the Orlando Magic selected Paolo Bencaro with the first pick. Now, there was rumblings that it was going to be Jabari Smith Jr. for most of the week, and then Orlando obviously didn't want to do that. They wanted to take Paolo Bencaro. I think it's the better move for them. I think Paolo's a better fit for them. He's a better player than Jabari Smith, if you ask me. He's got more upside and potential and X-factor. And I think that's a big thing that the Orlando Magic need. They need that X-factor guy because they got a lot of good pieces, young pieces, but they don't really have that X factor. You know, the X factor would be Cole Anthony. <sighs> Sorry, pardon me, Cole Anthony. But in saying that, I don't know if Cole Anthony is that, that key gun player. So for me, I like the pick. I think we'd give it a, a, a B grading. I think he has to start. He's the number one pick. I think you start him at four when they would push to the five. Franz Wagner, Franz Wagner. Sorry, and then you have Cole Anthony and possibly Markel Fultz. That could be your starting team. You know, that's not a bad bad, you know, starting five, and it's a young starting five. I do like their coach down there. Their coach has got a really, really nice position to be in. You know, he's got a lot of young pieces, so I really, really like it, and I really think that they're going to be a nice team to watch, a young, exciting team. They're not going to win a lot of games. Like, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. They're not going to be a gun-gun team, but they've got some good pieces. You know, Jamal Mosley, he'll do a good job. I do like him. And even still, like, I didn't even mention Jalen Suggs, who they just drafted, who they have. They've still got Mo Bamba. So they've got a lot of pieces there. You know, RJ Hampton, you know, who might not be, you know, a great, great player at the moment, but he's got potential. He's got potential, right? He's got a lot of potential. So it's really, really cool to see that. Now, going on to number two, I think the steal of the draft, if you ask me, well, one of the steals in the draft, Chet, Chet Hongren. Now, it's hard to say he's a steal at number two, but I would have picked him at number one. I actually really think he's just got a lot of potential to be the best player in this draft. I think he's he's long. He can play a really, really, really good level of defense already in the league. Yes, I know he's young. He's slimber. I mean, he's um he's 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 slender. You know, a lot of people give him a lot of slack slack for that and, and bullshit for that. But it doesn't matter. The man can still play ball. You look at KD. He's he's probably just as skinny as KD, right? But he can still go out and hoop, man. So. I don't really care. I think it's a really good piece. I think it's something that the uh, that OKC needed, right? They needed a big man, and they lucked out, and they got a big man in that in that sense. But he's not a typical big man. He can dribble the ball. He can bring up the court. He can play, you know, four and five. You know, you can put him in a deaf lineup. He can he can do a little bit of everything, and that's why I really like him. And you know, for me, he's got that that mentality and that that thing that 
he ain't going to be a scrub in this league. Like, I think, I don't know if he'll be an all-star or anything, but I don't mind him. I really don't mind him. And I like the fact that he's gone to OKC. I think OKC for me, if I could have gone either to Orlando, OKC, or go to Houston, I would have rather go to OKC just because I have more faith in what they're building there. I like everything they're doing. They have some good young pieces in the Josh Giddies, the Shays. Now you've got Chet Holmgren. That could possibly a big be a big three for you starting. They got Lou Dort, who's going to be a nice young piece for them. He's a good he's a good hustler, a really good role player, if you ask me. So I like what they're building there. I really do, and I think that's a great pickup for them. I'll give it an A at the moment. I really do like it. I, I I just think it's going to be really good. And if they can go out and get another big that can really suit and cater towards their system. I, 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 I really like OKC. I don't know if they can make the play-in, but I wouldn't be shocked if they're sniffing around that play-in tournament spot because I'm just a big fan of what they're doing. Like They've still got Trey Mann on that team. They've still got some really good pieces, if you ask me. So I'm a big fan of that of that pick. Now, we'll move on to number three, Jabari Smith Jr. Houston, basically, whoever the first two didn't take, they were going to take that player. Jabari Smith, haven't seen a lot of him. I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, yeah, I, I, I watched a lot of him. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of him, but I think that he he's, he he seems to be a good player, right? He seems to be a good player, plenty of upside. You know, he plays big, strong. You know, he's he's going to be a nice piece for them. Power forward, which is something they needed now now that Christian Wood's gone. Auburn kid, you know, he, he's going to play hard and hustle. It gives Jalen Green another bit of a, a, a little bit more options. I still think that Houston are a ways away. I think that they kind of got unlucky in not getting the number one pick. I think Chet would have been a really good piece for them if he was to fall to Houston, but obviously he went to OKC. I just think that they got the player that least fitted them or least suited towards them, unfortunately. But in saying that, I could be wrong, and I could this guy could turn out to be a really good piece for them. You know, That's the way the draft works. But I think that they were really looking, trying to get Paolo Bencaro, and they didn't get him, which was unfortunate for them. But you know, there's still plenty of upside for him. Now, number four, this is where the Sacramento Kings obviously... I don't know what happened here. I did hear rumblings within one of the podcasts. I believe it was Bill Simmons' podcast that Jaden Ivey coming out, that came out of Purdue, that when Jaden Ivey, uh, yeah, Jaden Ivey, sorry, that came out of Purdue, who uh, ultimately went to the Detroit Pistons, didn't even work out with the Sacramento Kings. So I knew at that point he wasn't going to Sacramento. So Sacramento definitely weren't going to pick him. It would have been such a Sacramento move to pick Jaden Ivey without getting him even without even him working out for them, but they didn't. Maybe that's a sign of stability for them, or maybe that's just a sign of stupidity. Because I think Jaden Ivey should have went number four. I could be wrong, but I'm a big fan of him. But in saying that, they already had that position locked up, so I get it. They went and took uh, Keegan Sharp, who at the moment has been playing good in summer league. Looks like a good player. Looks like a player that can be a really, really good piece for them. I still don't know what's going to happen there because he is, you know, he's a forward, a 3-4 man. I just don't, I'm just not too sure. I'm not too sure what they're doing. I don't like, I don't like Sacramento at the moment. They're very, very annoying to me as a, as a, as a club. So I'm not too sure what they're doing there. But they definitely weren't going to take Jay Nivey, who was the better player if you ask me. But in saying that, grading, I don't know. I, I I don't know, man. It's it's hard. It's hard for me. I will say, I'll give him a C plus because I don't know a lot about him. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come in here and say I know so much about this kid when I don't. All right, I don't know a lot about him. All right, so don't come at me and say, oh, you're wrong. He could he's he's gonna be a great player. 
he seems to be a player that's going to be a safe player. You know, he'll get his job done, he'll work hard, he'll do what you need to do. And that's might just be what Sacramento need, right? It might just be what Sacramento need, but I'm not a massive, massive fan of Sacramento taking that. I reckon they should have taken Jaden Ivey. They should have got him to do a workout. Apparently he refused to do a workout. Since when the fuck can kids come in from college and refuse to work out with an NBA team? If it was me, I'd just be grateful to get picked. But in saying that, moving on to number five, Detroit Pistons selected Jaden Ivey. Great pick for them. Great, great pick. It gives the Detroit Pistons a nice young core piece to build in now. Now they've got their... They lucked out in getting him, guys. They really lucked out in getting him. They got players like Chet, uh, not Chet, Cade Cunningham, who's going to be a really good piece. He's going to be a really tough player, guys. He might come in and be the next. He might come in and be the best rookie out of that class. Even though Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley were really, really good this year. He's looking like he's going to be a stud. Really happy with him and what he's doing and what he's building there. And Jay Novis is going to help him, all right? Because now, let's be honest, we're going to move on. If you're a Detroit fan, and I do have a soft spot for Detroit, you're going to move on from the Killian Hayes project. Let's trade him, or let's look to just get him off the team or not play him. He's not, he's not it. He isn't it. We, we tried it. We tried it, and it's not going to work. I just don't like him, and I think Jay Novis should start over him. Will they do that? Who knows? Who knows? Because it's just an option at the moment. They might keep Killian Hayes. But I think that... You really got to look at playing Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham together, and it might be the writing on the wall. You know, Killing Hayes, you, 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 you're not, you're not it, you're not it right now. Yep, I could see him getting out of the league very soon. To be quite honest, if you ask me, I'm just not a big fan of anything he's doing. So for me, I would, I would look to not start him. I'd be starting both Kate and, and Jaden Ivey straight away. If I'm going to give it a grading, I'll give it an A. I really like it for the for the Detroit Pistons. It's just going to be a really good piece for him. You know, games played this season for Killian Hayes, going on to him. 65 games played, all right? Game started, started 39. 25 minutes a game, 38% from field, 26% from two-point. Free throw was 77%, three rebounds, four assists, one steal, seven points. It's not a lot. It's not great for a starter who's getting over half of the game playing, right? So... I just don't see it. I don't see anything in it at the moment. I think you can look to move him, look to trade him. Now you've got Jaden Ivey. Or bring him off the bench and let him be like a calming piece. That's just my opinion. That's my opinion. That's what I think of him. I just don't see anything in him, to be quite honest. I, I never have, really, never will. So that's my opinion. But in saying that, Detroit are going to be nice. they got, you know, Marvin Bagley now there too, who's looking like he's going to be refreshed. It looks like he wants to play basketball now, which is great for them. So for me, I like it. Marvin Bagley played 18 games. He started in eight of them. He had 27 minutes, played 55% from field, 22% from three-point, 59% from free throw. He can definitely fix that up, but he was more of a 70% you know, free throw shooter. Six rebounds, one assist, 14 points, right? So really good points from him, you know, just coming in from a team off trade too. So that's a good, good, good sign for them. Really happy with that. So I think they could be a really good piece. You look at their starting five. Now I've gone a little bit in more into depth for Detroit because I just like a lot what they're doing. Cade, Jaden Ivey, Sadiq Bay, Marvin. Now you got Isaiah Stewart. That could be a really, really nice sign. If they do decide to pull the trigger on DeAndre Ayton, you could go Isaiah Stewart. You could go possibly Killian Hayes. You know, you, if I was me, you just fucking throw him in there. Killian Hayes, a first rounder. You know, a first rounder. And maybe, you know, another piece, you know, for him. I, I, I really like that. 
I think that could be a nice a nice little draft pick. And if they get him, possibly they're sniffing around for that playing tournament. Or if not playing tournament, they're just having a real nice crack. Now, they have got Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks traded there. That's a bit of veteran experience. A good score, Alec Burke off the bench. And then a nice piece in Nerlens Noel who's just going to do the dirty work for you. So they're, they're going all right. They're going better than expected for a lot of people. I think that their GM, Troy Weaver, is a great GM. He's doing a really, really good job. And he's putting his hand fingerprints and imprints on this team, which is great. And they have a good coach in Dwayne Casey, guys. Let's not forget that. He had as at Detroit. I mean, he's at Detroit now, but he was at Toronto, built Toronto, made become coach of the year. If that Ron James wasn't in the Eastern Conference, he possibly could have been, you know, in the finals competing for that. So he's a good coach. He'll do a really, really good job with them. So I'm really happy with them. Now I will talk about the eighth pick. All right, that being Dyson Daniels from Australia, Bendigo boy. A real young junior, I believe I coached against him one year when he was playing for Bendigo in the Classic, the other one in Melbourne. He's going to be a good piece, man. I don't think this was the best fit for him. I would have liked to have seen him personally go to San Antonio just for his development because it would have been great development for him. But in saying that, it's great that he went as high as he did number eight. It's really, really cool to see. Now, New Orleans, they have some wings waiting that he's going to be behind unfortunately, and that's not a bad thing for him, but it just means he might not get as much of an opportunity, you know, to really, really play because at the end of the time, at the end of the day, we want to see Australian players really, really get out and go and build and progress just like what Josh Kitty did. Now, he is not, he's not a Josh Kitty type player. He's a great defender, can get up and down the court. You know, he's got good vision. He's got good vision. Obviously not Josh Giddy-type vision, but he's got good vision. He can get out there, really, really run. I like him as a player. I think he's going to be a good player. I definitely think he's going to be a good player. Just not too sure what he'll be. But in saying that, people in front of him, you know, you've got CJ McCollum, you've got Brandon Ingram, you've got Herbert Jones, Herb Jones. You've got players like, oh, wait, what was his name again? Oh, he's off the top of my head. Even Devontae Graham would be in front of him. Uh, we got... Where is he? It's not Kira Lewis Jr. Sorry, it's... uh. Where is he? I'm looking at their roster now. Oh, jeez, jeez, jeez. Who is he? Oh, who was he? He was playing good minutes for him. Was it Kira Lewis Jr.? Was it him? I don't think it was. Herb Jones, they had someone else. Oh, they had someone else who was really, really good for him. Oh, Trey Murphy. That was it. Trey Murphy. They got Trey Murphy in front of him. Sorry, I wasn't scrolling down through the hole the whole roster, but they have Trevor. So they have some players in front of him, but I still think that he can be a good player. He can be a good piece. I like what they're building. But in saying that, I think what's great about great about the New Orleans Pelicans is they got players and they got a system I think that's going to be pretty good. You know, I'm a big fan of Willie Green as a coach. I like what he does. He plays with he coaches with passion, intent. He's a good teacher of the game. He's had a great resume and a great experience of coaching. That, for me, is the big thing. He's been with systems like Phoenix, who have been building and been in the right direction. He's been with the Golden State Warriors for a long, long time. He's been in that system, right? And you look at Monty, you look at Steve Kerr, you look at Willie Green. They're pretty calm coaches, you know, but they get their point across when they need to, and they're well-respected within the NBA, okay? That's a big, big thing that is needed to be, as an NBA coach, you need to be respected, but you need players to play for you. And he's got players to play for him. Now, you look at Brent Ingram. Brent Ingram was playing like a top 20 player, if you ask me, for the New Orleans Pelicans in the playoffs and playing tournament. So I'm a big, big fan of him. Now, I will say the teams that won the draft, two teams for me, OKC, 
with him and Usman Jang. They have really good pieces, and then they built more. And then the Detroit Pistons, for me, winners, him and Jalen Duran. Great, uh, Jaden Ivey and Jaden Duran, really good pieces for them. Really happy with them. They're going to be looking like a really strong team, if you ask me. Detroit and OKC are going to be the dark horses in three to four years, I think. I think they're building really nicely. I think OKC will be better because I really like OKC's build-up with Shea, a really good scorer, and then you got a really good player in Josh Giddy who does everything else but scoring, really. And then you got Chet Holmgren, who can be the biggest X-factor for them in the NBA. You know, he's the biggest what-if player. And I think if a team like OKC is going to pick him, they know how to develop talent. You know, they picked James Harden and Russell Westbrook when you're like, ooh, what, are we really going to pick them? And they developed them into the players. Obviously not James Harden as much, but they still took a chance on him and punted on him. So I like what they're doing, and it's the same front office there, right? Sam Presti. Sam Presti knows how to pick talent and evaluate talent. So I'm a really big fan of them. Now, moving on, we have had some trades within the NBA, which is really, really cool to see. Some of the trades that I'm a big fan of. One of my favorite trades is the DeJounte Murray to the Hawks and the Spurs getting the draft picks capital all right, and Danilo Gallinari. Now, Danilo Gallinari is bought, being bought out and intends to sign with the Boston Celtics. Great for the Celt- for the Spurs. I give it an A, all right? Even though you didn't get a player back, you got a lot of picks, which, which is what you wanted, all right? You sold him high when he was at a high value, and you didn't wait for him to go down. And San Antonio did the right thing. He said, to, look, San Antonio... We don't, San Antonio's like, we don't want you to waste your career being in a rebuild, which is what we're intending on doing. We'll play wherever you want to go to. We'll look to get you there and we'll look to trade you to where you want to go. And he's gone to Atlanta. For me, Atlanta, I rate it highly. I give it a B plus. I really like it. I don't give it an A because I just need to see how they fit Trey and DeJounte because they both like to have the ball in their hands. But in saying that, I think it's going to work because they're friends and they want to make it work, which is a great sign for them and a great sign for Atlanta. But the reason I don't give it an A is because the day after, KD comes out and demands a trade and Atlanta would have been players, players and drafting him because you could have thrown John Collins, doesn't want to be there. All the first round picks that they threw, right? You could have threw Galnari in there, Kevin Herter, right? You could have threw all these pieces in there, you know, DeAndre Hunter, you could throw him in there. All those pieces that possibly would have been great to get KD. But in saying that, would you really get KD? Would you really want KD? That's my opinion. I'm not too sure. We'll talk more about that later. But I like the trade for both teams. Obviously, San Antonio didn't go out and get a player in return, but they got draft capital and they got picks, which is what you want. And they got a big amount of picks for him. I think they got five picks for him, which is a great haul. It's a great, great haul. Moving on to the dumbest trade, I would say. Or the, sorry, the most perplexing trade for me, Rudy Gobert to the Wolves, okay? Minnesota gets Rudy Gobert. The Jazz get Patrick Beverly. They get, I think it's three to five, four first-round picks. They get Jared Vanderbilt. No, they don't get Jared Vanderbilt. They get, uh, oh, jeez. Who was it? I get, I get Jared uh, McDaniels. They got McDaniels. No, they got Vanderbilt. They got Vanderbilt. They got Vanderbilt, I believe. Uh, they also got, they also got the players... They also got the plays in Minnesota. They got Malik Beasley. That was what I was thinking of, Malik Beasley. Joe Vanderbilt, they got one, two, three, four, five, five first-round picks for him. I don't get it for both teams, all right? I think that they could have got, for Rudy Gobert, you probably could have got an all-star in return, but in saying that, they didn't. They went out and got the picks, which is possibly what they wanted more. Patrick Beverly is going to get bored out. That's apparently happening, so that's good for Patrick Beverly. I could see him possibly maybe going back to the, to the Wolves. He loved it there. And I don't know why they wouldn't have him back, and maybe they possibly will. Not too sure. I could see him possibly going to any other t- to a team that wants to build and contend. If you're the Boston Celtics, look at him. 
he's a point guard. He's not a true point guard, but he goes out and he'll dog it. You maybe can look at, he's not going to Phoenix, contending to the Lakers. I know they have Westbrook. Him and Westbrook don't get along, but in saying that, he you want to win. If in the Lakers, he's a proven player that goes out and plays his hardest. He's a bit of a grub, 100%, but he'll go out and he'll try to win. So, you know, that's it. Uh, trade, grade, I give it a bit of jazz. C, C plus, B minus. I don't know. I don't really rate it that much. I don't think it's a great, great trade. I just don't think it's a great, great trade for them. Uh, I like Jared Vanderbilt. I do like Jared Vanderbilt. I don't know if you're the, the Wolves, you give him up. You needed to keep him. I think. I think you really needed to keep him because now you got your, now you've got your five. If you ask me, because I would have went D'Lo, Edwards, Jay, uh, Vanderbilt, Towns, Gobert, but now you're not going to. You're going to have Towns at the four, which obviously I understand. They, you know, and they're, they're like more inclined to give up Jared Vanderbilt because you're going to push Towns to the four. But I don't really like it. I will say this. There's not a team. There's not a chance in hell if you're a Minnesota fan, you're gonna like this trade in two to three years. There's no chance. Bill Simmons said that he hates this trade. I don't hate anything in life, but I don't like the trade if you're Minnesota. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like, why are you going out and getting Go Bear? You want to make a splash. You want to get an All Star player, or you you want to make a you want to get a center who's a good defender, rim protector. You don't need to go out and spend that much to get a player like that. You can go out. Why don't you go draw? Why don't you go look and sign JaVale McGee? You can get players like JaVale McGee who don't need a lot of money who will come in and just do the job for you and play a role for your team. That was what I would do. I wouldn't do what they did and trade him. Okay, now you've got no real first-round picks. Now, get it. They're probably going to be a, a decent seed now in the in the playoffs. They'll probably be about like a four to six seed, if you ask me. But they're not going to get past the first round. They're not better than Golden State right now. not better than Phoenix right now. They're not better than Dallas. They wouldn't beat... Oh, oh, I'm not too sure. But like, they're not better than Memphis, you know, if you ask me. So I really need to see how it's going to fit. They need to go get depth because they've now lost Josh Okoge too, Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley. You know, they, their wings aren't looking great, if you ask me. So they need to go out and sign some players. And for me, I'm not too sure who they're going to sign, but they haven't gone out and got anyone of massive free agency. They only went and got him. But I don't know. I don't know. I just don't... I'm not too sure what they're doing. Like their their roster, it's not looking great. It isn't looking great. Like they're not a deep roster. That's my thing. Like they're not a deep roster at the moment, and that's where I find it perplexing. That's for me. That's where I find it perplexing. Like, let's let's look at it. They lost Jared Vanderbilt, Patrick Beverly, right? Malik Beasley, all players that play in their rotation. Why don't they just give up? Why don't they just do D'Lo? Maybe uh, Delo someone else and that for the picks. I would rather keep Pat Beverly because he doesn't need the ball in his hands. He's going to hustle, do his role. That that would have been me. I would have given up Delo. I know people like Delo or hate him. I don't hate Delo. I, I like it. I think he's a good player, but I just think fit wise for the Minnesota Timberwolves, you don't need him. Like if, and if you want to get Gobert, cool, whatever. He's not going to be an All Star again. Not on this team because he's going to have less touches. So people going to have to figure that out. He's not going to be an All Star if you ask me. And if he is, I don't think he's that deserving. And honestly. Is he that great of a defender? Because because Dallas and 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 the Mavericks, I don't know, Dallas and Mavericks, Clippers and Mavericks in the past two series, they lost the past two years, hunted him in pick-and-roll situations, got him outside the ring where he can't be a defensive presence and he can't guard the pick-and-roll well. He can't really guard well against guards. So how is he that good of a guard of a defender? 
That's my opinion at least, and you could be saying that's wrong or right, but that's just me. I give it a D for both teams. I don't think it's a great trade for either teams. I just don't like it. I don't really like it that much, and they're going to lose Pat Beverly for nothing, so what's the point? They're just going to buy him out. Trade him. Don't just buy a player out. Trade him to a place where he might go and you can get something for him. Don't just drop, buy out players, all right? Because you don't have to buy out Pat Beverly. You don't have to buy him out. You really don't. Trade him back to the Clippers. Like, trade him back to the Clips. Try to get some other players. Get a Justice Winslow or something. Get something. Because I don't know what you're doing in Utah. You're in that weird flux of, are we going to rebuild or are we going to try to be competitive? Just tank it. Rebuild it. Like, just do it. Don't have to fucking think about it. Just do it. Because you're not going to go out and attract great players. You didn't get a great haul for Gobert. What are you going to get for Donovan Mitchell? Are you just going to trade into a place he wants to go and not get pieces you really, really need? That's my opinion. So I'm not so sure what Utah are doing. Memphis, uh, Minnesota, they just want to try to make, they just want to swing, a big swing and a miss, if you ask me. I'm not a massive Gobert fan. He's a good player. Like, fuck, he's a good player, but he can't play offense, really. So he's a one-dimensional player. So that's just my opinion. D for both teams. Now, we're going to move on. There has been some good signings in the NBA, all right? Some cool signings. No real signings has, has shocked me. Uh, the one I'll talk about, Jalen Brunson to the Knicks. Bad signing, if you ask me. For the Knicks, not to say that he's a bad player. He's a good player, Jalen Brunson. I like him. I think he's a good player. He plays hard, plays physical, plays tough. But why are you going out and signing him to a hundred something mil deal? Like, what is he? Sorry, is he an all star in this league? No, right. So why are you paying him the max? He's unrestricted, right? Dallas didn't even bite, fight for him because he just just traded him. So what does that show you? You know, you guys are kind of competing for you, against yourself, really. Okay, Miami had a look at him. But, yeah, I don't get it. I'm not a massive fan of it. I think Jalen Brunson's going to regret it because he's, he, he, chose, he chose getting that payday over winning. Obviously, you do what you do. But now, I don't, I'm not a massive fan. Like, he reminds me of Fred Van Vliet a bit. But Fred Van Vliet is a better player, full stop. He's not a top 15 point guard in this league. So I don't justify the Knicks spending that much money. And if, for me, they could have just kept that, that space of cap up and then Donovan Mitchell wants to get out. Look to trade for him, right? Look to trade for him. Like, I, I think that's a surefire player who knows he's an all-star, is going to be an all-star for many years in this league. Box office can get you some, get you, get people in the, in the stands and stuff like that and give a little bit of hope and restoration for the Knicks. And then you could possibly could have gotten off Julius Randle for Donovan Mitchell, right? Which is what you'd love. Maybe you have to throw someone else in there or maybe you throw in an RJ and then you keep Randle. Maybe that reinvigorates Randle, but I'm not too sure. Not a massive, massive fan, but that's just my opinion. I will say that there hasn't been any other free agency moves. I've just gone, wow, that's great. I did like the Dante DiVincenzo to the Warriors. I thought that was a great pick for that pickup for the Warriors, considering they lost Gary Payton and Otto Porter. It's a great pickup for them. It really, really is a nice piece, a nice build. But yeah, there's no real other piece. I do like the Chicago Bulls, what they've done. They've just gone out and got veteran players that's going to suit their roster. Andre Drummond, Goran Dragic, big fan of them. But the other trade that I would like to talk about that I think is probably the best trade for just, it's a one-sided trade, but it's the best trade. Boston Celtics getting Malcolm Brogdon for pennies on the dollar, if you ask me. They traded basically all of their bench for him in the first rounder. That's a great trade. That's a great, great trade. The only player that was playing decent minutes in that trade was Aaron Neesmith. So to get Malcolm Brogdon's really, really good, if you ask me. Really like it. It puts them in a bit of a cap you know, problem, but they get a point guard now who can play. I start him. I start him. I actually, I like him. I start him. I don't know. If it wouldn't, they're never going to start him over Smart. 
and they got Jalen, Jason, they got Horford and Rob Williams. But I don't know. I think you might have to look at starting him. I'm not too sure. Now you're definitely not going to you're not not going to start Horf. Uh, you're not, not going to start Brown Tatum. Maybe Smart comes off the bench. Maybe maybe I'm not too sure. I doubt it, but that could be a possibility. But I really like him. Even if he does come off the bench, Brogdon, I still love it. Now you got Brogdon. You got Derek White. Ooh, baby. You got Brogdon. You got Derek White coming off your bench. It's a good piece for the Celtics, and they've gotten better. And they were just in the finals, right? So maybe you would say they're the second best team. You'd have to say they're the best team still in the East. I still think that if Milwaukee was healthy, they would have been in the finals. That's just my opinion. But in saying that, that's neither for here or there. But in saying that, we're moving on to KD, guys. What is doing here? I am. I'm perplexed. I don't get it. I'm just. I just don't get it. He's requested a trade. Obviously, the day before, days after Kyrie opted in. Now something might be going on there. Doubt it. Apparently, they still want to play together. Like, if you still want to play together. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happens between them, between closed doors at, at Brooklyn. But it looks like James Harden was right, eh? It looks like James Harden was right. Like he wanted out of there. He's like, get me out. He got out. Now they didn't go really deep playoff run. Now KD wants out. Kyrie, whatever happens with Kyrie, you know what I mean. Like it's just he's in his own situation. But it's not looking great for them, is it? It's not looking great. Like I'm just, I'm a bit perplexed. I'm a bit, yeah, I don't get it. I'm a bit how you going with it all. So for me, it's a it's a weird thing that's happening. Obviously, the sweepstakes for KD. They have the Suns. He wants to go to Suns and Heat, the two number one seed seeded teams in the uh, NBA. You know, don't get it. If you're Brooklyn, you get the best haul. You just get the best haul you possibly can. For me, the teams that can deliver the best haul, I don't know if he's going to go to those places because at the end of the, at the end of the day, it does seem like Brooklyn are looking to cater towards him. And even though they're going to cater towards him, I'm just not too sure if that's the right thing. If you're Brooklyn, trade the best pe- trade for the best possible uh, haul you can get. The two teams that I think can give him the best haul is the Toronto Raptors. I think they can give a really, really good haul. And I think the Golden State Warriors can give a really, really good haul. Now, if you're Golden State, there's no chance you do it. There's no chance you do it. You don't give up your young haul for him. Why I say that, obviously he's going to give you a, maybe a, a better chance at winning now. But you just won. The chip. You barely played Kaminga. You didn't play Wiseman. You're going to trade both of those players for KD. It does make sense, right? Like, obviously, okay, we can get KD, but you're going to have to give up possibly Paul, possibly Wiggins. I don't give up either of those pieces. They're younger than KD. They have more upside at the moment. They're not better than KD. Let's get that through our heads. They're not better than KD, but it's just not worth it for me trading it. It's just not worth it. I get their friends, Clay, Steph, Draymond, with with KD, but I don't do it. I just don't do it. I don't see the reason doing it. You can repeat. Sorry. You can repeat this trade. You can repeat being the champions without giving up all your assets. Kaminga's a gun, so I don't give him up. But I just, same with Paul and Wiggins, so I just don't do it. But the team that I think could do it, and it could be the Smokies, and apparently they gave up an offer today, the Raptors. The Raptors look like they could do it, man. The Raptors could really look like they do it. I'm not too sure if you're KD, it's a bad move to go to Toronto. I don't think it's a bad move because they're a good they're a good club. They've got good stability. They have Messiah Jury, who I like as a GM. They do a lot of good things there. Scotty Barnes, OG, Gary Trent, first rounders for him. I look at it and I probably go, yeah, okay, that that. Gary Trent, good young player. 
he's getting paid a little bit, but he's a good player. Scotty Barnes, he is a rookie of the year. He looks like he's going to be a good player. OG, really, really like. Or you do Scotty Barnes, Pascal, first rounders. Like, they got options, man. I don't give up Fred Van Vliet if I'm the Raptors. He's probably the one player I wouldn't give up, but you could give up any other player. Honestly, you really, really could. So I like it. I think all players would be on the table. Like if the if the Nets say, look, we want Fred Van Vliet, Scotty Barnes, and a first rounder or two first rounders, you do it. You do it because it's KD, right? But in saying that, I just don't, I don't, I wouldn't be giving up Fred. I wouldn't be trying to give up Scotty. But Scotty's the sweetener. Scotty's the one that's probably definitely going to be in there because he's the rookie of the year and he's got a lot of upside and potential. So that's just for me. But I think Toronto's got the best chance. They say Phoenix is probably where he's going to most likely end up. They're going to give up Mikhail, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton. And the only way they can get DeAndre Ayton there is if they sign and trade. And if you're Brooklyn, do you really want DeAndre Ayton? I'm not too sure. I don't know. I'm just not too sure. Don't know where he's going to end up. He could look like he doesn't sign it with anyone. I think he could be a player that, you know, what Ben Simmons does. Like, if he doesn't want to go anywhere, he just won't go anywhere. I don't know where he'll go, who will pick him up. But it could definitely be a possibility, uh, him going to, say, you know, Brooklyn. But I'm not too sure. I have no idea. For, for me, I have, I'm not in the room. What happened? He, he came out to the tweet. Everyone knows. Everyone that was there knows what happened. This, this is why I'm doing it. Like, okay. Okay, I get you saying that, but I don't get it. I think he should definitely... And I'm sorry, if you're Brooklyn, and he can't get what you want, hold out. And he and if he doesn't want to play, whatever. But we know what KD is like. If you're gonna If you're going to be nice about it, you say, look, KD, we're going to trade you. But we're getting the best offer. And if the best offer is whatever, and it's not your destination, don't go there or you can stay here. That's it. Because they're going to be too nice and let him go where he wants to go, unfortunately. But if it's me, you trade him wherever he fucking gets traded to and you get the best haul, what's best for your for your sake your, and your fans. Because this is absolutely outrageous. One of my mates, Armored's a fan of the, of the Nets, and he's like, mate, we're in shambles. And shit was, and you absolutely are because now Kyrie probably wants to trade. If he demands a trade, we're going to trade him. Apparently, he wants to go to LA. If you give him LA, you get Westbrook. Now you got Westbrook Simmons. I just don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But that's just my opinion. KD, where do I think he'll go? Probably Phoenix. I don't know. There's, I don't know. Probably Phoenix. I think Memphis could be a good spot for him. To be quite honest, if Jaron Jackson was healthy. I think Memphis would be serious players for him. I think Memphis would be serious, serious players. KD and Jar, that would be a great duo. Young youth, a bit of experience in KD. It's a culture where he, you know, he'll go in. It's a cool culture. You know, you probably give Jaron Jackson, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain for him. You know, and then if you're Brooklyn, you get all three young players that have good experience within the playoffs. Tough, know what a good winning culture looks like. Ben Simmons can now play around him because you've got a shooter in Bain. Brooks is a 3 and D player. Jaron Jackson can shoot the ball. Ben Simmons is still there. And he's got to get a big. So it's not a bad trade for me, but unfortunately, with Jaron Jackson being injured, they might not do it, or they could. But that's just my opinion. But guys, let me know where you think KD should go. That's just my opinion. If I'm KD and I want to go to a place where I want to win, Boston would be probably a place for me. I'd look to go... Now you have Tatum, KD, but, you know, that's just my opinion. I have no idea how you get there. Boston, for me, he can stay in the East. Doesn't have to go out West, but, you know, that's just my opinion. But, guys, that is today's episode. I really do appreciate you guys listening. 
Glad you liked it. A little bit of a longer one, 35 minutes. But guys, I really appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all the content that's coming your way. Thank you for listening and make sure, guys, have a great day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all the content that's coming your way. Hit us up on Instagram at lanesmedia underscore all under capitalized letters. Thanks for listening, guys. But most importantly, have a great day.